Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It's Friday. Welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. As always, very, very privileged and honored to serve as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. That's why we're here, to give your voice uh, a live and local presence, to uh, also bring voices to you, stories to you, that you may not possibly hear elsewhere, so that you can form rational and intelligent and well-reasoned opinions and then turn that into rational, intelligent, and well-reasoned decisions and votes. And my friends, I just encourage you so much to vote. Uh, caller asked uh, a couple weeks ago, what, what can we do? And I think that is one of the most important things. I'll be talking about uh, some other aspects of what we can do as well, especially regarding our spheres of influence. But right now, one of the most immediate things is to vote. And uh, we have one coming up on September 14. Uh, very quickly, uh, there are more than 2.8 million Californians who have already uh, sent in their ballots, apparently for the recall election. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a half a million ballots since yesterday, according to Political Data Incorporated. Let's see, what's the breakdown? Uh, 13% of all recall ballots that have been sent out have now been returned. 13% have been returned. 55% are from registered Democrats, 23% from registered Republicans, and 22% from independent voters. Again, the final date of vote is September 14. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm marking my ballot and I'm walking it to one of those centers where you put it in the box. Not going to trust, not, not that they failed too much over the years, but I want to make sure it gets in one of those boxes rather than just to put it in the mail. Thinking of that guy down uh, in Southern California who had 300 unopened ballots in his car. You know, probably an outstanding citizen yeah, minus, uh, you know, all the methamphetamines and the drugs and the loaded gun and all that. Otherwise, probably probably uh, one of those outstanding citizens that uh, DAs uh, like uh, L.A. County D.A. Goscon no longer prosecute because, you know, they're, they're upstanding citizens and we ought to understand why they act the way they do. But anyway... Uh, given that, please, I, I just encourage you to go out and vote. Go out and vote. Mark your ballot and please either mail it in or, or deliver it. It is so important that we take advantages of these opportunities when we have them. I want to turn our attention back to a, a story we noted a couple um, weeks ago. And that is the sad story about Ashley Babbitt. Remember her? She's the uh, Air Force uh, veteran that uh, was shot and killed by a Capitol Police officer on January 6th at the Capitol. And for a while, we did not know who that officer was, which is unusual because, as you know, especially locally, if there's a any type of police shooting, officer-involved shooting, the name of the officer is out there fairly quickly, and uh, it's usually the commitment of uh, local law enforcement officials, sheriffs, and police chiefs as well, that uh, they will release uh, the names of those officers who are involved. This one, not so much, and that was worrisome to me. And then uh, came the word that uh, this officer who sh fired the shot that killed Ashley Babbitt. And by the way, uh, the, the shot apparently wounded her, I believe, in her neck, and she later died at the hospital. Contrary to the spin that you hear from some politicians and from the mainstream media, she is the only death directly related to the riot, if you can call it that, at the Capitol, U.S. Capitol. And again, 
to preface our conversation here, I do not advocate, I do not support breaching the U.S. Capitol. And those who did need to suffer the consequences in terms of whatever the appropriate consequences are under the law. I believe that. So let's, uh, let's keep that in mind. And as we talk about this shooting, the other preface I want to make is that the shoot-don't-shoot decision is tough. I was in one of those decisions way back when, when I served in law enforcement, and I'm very, very happy that the suspect, actually there were several suspects, one who uh, I had been jumped by five guys and uh, either on drugs or, or drunk, and uh, they had torn the badge off my uniform. They had taken my nightstick, and uh, I had pulled my gun as one guy took my nightstick and prepared to make it come down upon my skull and split it in half. And I drew down on him and told him uh, to drop it or I'd kill him. And fortunately, he dropped it. Only once in the 10 years that I was involved in law, in law enforcement did I have a really a shoot-no-shoot shoot decision to make. So I'm not in any way making light of nor simplifying uh, a shoot-no-shoot no shoot situation. However, I am concerned about the outcome. Are you? Are you concerned at all about the outcome of this shooting in that the Capitol Police officer did not receive any disciplinary action, uh, will not be prosecuted in any way, and uh, basically has been exonerated. Now, remember, Ashley uh, Babbitt was uh, a, a very small lady. She was, uh, I think, what, 5'2", uh, 125 pounds, and unarmed. That is not disputed. She was unarmed. Yet she was the only one shot uh, during that whole escapade on January 6th and, and died later at the hospital. Are you comfortable with the fact that it took so long to release the officer's name and that there will be no disciplinary action that he is totally exonerated. Well, let's delve into this a little further as you're thinking about that. Our phone number here, area code 209-551-3483, area code 209-551-3483. Well, the Capitol Police officer actually made himself public in an interview with Lester Holt on NBC News. And he decided that he was going to publicly speak out about what happened at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And uh, he re- took some time to reflect on his decision to shoot or not shoot at Ashley Babbitt. Let's listen to his thoughts about that. I believe I showed the uh, utmost courage on January 6th, and it's time for me to do that now. All right, so he felt it was an act of courage uh, to make that decision uh, decision to shoot Ashley Babbitt. Again, 5'2", 125 pounds, not armed. Uh, window was broken. Apparently, uh, she was coming through the window uh, when, he made, when he made that decision to shoot. He also talked to Lester Holt about his assessment of the situation just prior to to firing a shot. Here's what he told Lester Holt. I was taking a tactical stance. You're ultimately hoping that your commands will be complied with, and unfortunately they were not. Okay, so his commands apparently, I don't know. Uh, were it, it wasn't to drop the gun because she didn't have one. It wasn't to drop her weapon because she didn't have one. Uh, was the command, don't come through the window? Not sure. I'm not clear on that. And he uh, further explained why he drew his gun and fired at Ashley Babbitt. She was posing a threat to the United States House of Representatives. She was posing a threat to the United States House of Representatives. Now, again, 
unarmed was Ashley Babbitt, about 5'2", 125 pounds, no weapons. This is the only shot that was fired. Now, there was a rumor uh, that on the Capitol Police radio that there had been a report of shots fired. It was later uh, determined that that was false. There were no shots fired. And so Lieutenant Michael Byrd was the only one to fire his weapon. And again, totally exonerated, no disciplinary action. And this is what worries me. I understand the shoot-no-shoot decision, and occasionally bad decisions are made. That's regrettable. Hate to see that, but it's human nature. Sometimes bad decisions are made. What I worry about is this a this is a federal officer, a lieutenant, been on the force a long time. A lieutenant fires his weapon at an unarmed five foot two hundred and twenty pound female, and it results in her death. And apparently, there are no consequences. Are you comfortable with that? 209-551-3483. So, if we're ever in a situation where a federal agent officer uh, is near us and we may be shot for some reason, can it, it, is, this the, uh, is, is this the way it's going to go? No consequences. I, I I can almost I guarantee I can almost guarantee you if this happened in Stanislaus County or in the city of Modesto that there would be some action taken with that officer and maybe it's retraining something but for there to be a total exoneration I'm worried about this in terms of precedent. What do you think? Are you worried about this decision? Area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. We'll get to your calls in just about three or four minutes. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360. First traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Watch out for a brush fire in Lodi, South 99 before Clarksdale Road. It's in the center divide with fire crews on scene and a stack up from McCampo. Your eastbound 205 right in Tracy, delayed from Tracy Boulevard all the way to 5, and then North 5 remains slow from Manthe to Louise. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Looking to save money this year? Look at Allstate. You can get the protection you need at the low rate you want. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. The bugs are here, ants, mosquitoes, termites, and ticks all ticking us off. Hi, Mike Douglas here. Happy to say that help is on the way. It's BJ's Consumer's Choice Pest Control to the rescue with affordable plans to deal with those bugs and with rats and mice too. Your free estimate is only a phone call away at 800-705-1144 or online at bjspestcontrol.com. Look for them in your neighborhood. iHeartMedia is proud to be the official broadcast home of Fresno State Athletics. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! 
taxes. Limo, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Are you ready for fall, but your house isn't? Luckily, Lowe's has what you need and the prices you want to get your front yard, backyard, every yard ready to host this season. Gardening and grilling and leaf blowing starts at Lowe's. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us this Friday afternoon here on the Mike Douglas Show, talking about the uh, Ashley Babbitt uh, shooting on uh, January 6th. And, and a tough subject. I'm not minimizing this at all. I'm just concerned that to Lieutenant Michael Byrd, uh, who identified himself to the world uh, on NBC in an interview with Lester Holt that there appears to be no disciplinary action at all uh, in terms of uh, the federal government's uh, response. And we can talk about the reporting structure about the Capitol Police later. It's a little bit uh, involved. uh, But let's just talk about the issue right now. Are you comfortable with the decision that they have made. Uh, let's go uh, first uh, on our hotline here at 209-551-3483 to uh, John from Brentwood. A good Friday to you, John. Welcome. Hey, same to you, Mike. A, a couple of things. Um, this officer had also left his loaded gun in a bathroom. Um, that was reported in the articles that I have read. And unless I'm horribly mistaken, I did not see the interview, but I've read numerous articles and seen numerous pictures. Let's not ignore the elephant in the room. The officer was of color. Ashley Babbitt was white. And I generally stick up for police regardless of who they are when they're doing their job. However, with all of the not shooting and standing down and all the stuff that's going on, and you're going to open fire on a five-foot-two woman because she's coming through a window um if if this were the other way around if this were a white officer and ashley battle would have been a woman of color i think this would have went in a different direction and i believe that nancy pelosi and some of the leaders of the democrat leaders in congress had their hand in this person not being charged with anything yeah, it's very interesting, and, and again, I'm not going to go into the details of, of the structure, John, but ultimately the, the mission is of the Capitol Police is to protect Congress, and they have a Capitol Police board that basically oversees it, and there are uh, the sergeants at arms uh, from both the Senate and uh, the House of Representatives on that committee. So although there's not a direct relation, there's an indirect relation because uh, representatives from Congress are on the board that governs uh, the activities of the Capitol Police. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, you're right. I think a lot of people are wondering that as far as leaving the gun. Uh, yeah, that was a couple years ago, I guess. And um, I don't know. Uh, John, I, I think a lot of people have your concerns about you know, if it was the other way around it, well, let, let's put that in some of the, the riots that, that we saw during the summer. Places like Portland, places like Seattle, places like Minneapolis. And if a police officer had shot an unarmed person, uh, there'd be, uh, you know what, to pay. So, John, good thoughts. Thanks for bringing them up. Exactly. And, you know, one, 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 one more quick point. Mm-hmm. There were people coming in there that weren't necessarily with weapons, but they had sticks, they had shields, they were coming through and they were carrying things. This woman had nothing. So if, if you're going to use the defense that we were protecting as I was in fear, or I, you know, I thought that she might try and kill somebody, um, maybe take aim at some of the people that actually had some, uh, an, an item that could do damage. The whole, the whole thing just reeks to me. Yeah, I uh, absolutely, uh, John, thanks for the call. Good, good points there. What do you think? Uh, are you are you comfortable, my friends, with this decision? No action, apparently, against this officer, or lieutenant, rather. Area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. 
And uh, Ted, uh, apparently, is uh, a veteran. Uh, Ted, what uh, what are your thoughts about this situation? I can only give my opinion based on the uh, video that I saw of the actual shooting, which is obviously not really the the full uh, a full accounting of what happened. But uh, uh, I was disturbed at the one-handed shot into a crowd of people breaching the door. I mean, you don't know what your target is or what you're going to hit. And uh, I don't know. I think it was that they should have examined the uh, the lieutenant's uh, training in that department's training. I'm real skeptical that that was a, a clean shoot. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I, uh, again, my involvement in law enforcement was a long time ago, but uh, you know, you respond the way you train. And if there's a problem with training, then it needs to be addressed. And at least uh, I would have thought there would be an examination of the training that uh, the Capitol Police have maybe in this. Again, I am, uh, I am all for, I am a great supporter of law enforcement. You, you'd be hard to find someone who is more supportive of law enforcement than I am, but I am also uh, supportive of the right thing. And when an injustice is done, I think we need to deal with it. Ted, uh, some good questions that you bring up. Thanks for the call today. I appreciate you doing that. Our number here, 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Do you think it was a, a, a valid shooting or not? Do you think the officer ought to be, uh, they ought to be taking a look at uh, this case a little more quickly? Uh, we're uh, bumping the clock a little bit, but let's go very quickly uh, to Lester from Winton. Lester, what do you think? Well, uh, my opinion of the whole thing is the officer was in danger. Did she or did she not have a weapon in, in her hand? No. She, did, she, did, she had no weapon. No, it, it, it and, and they and, and they admit that uh, she had no weapons in her hands. No. And she and, and this officer shot her, but he but he, he has to make a, a, a judgment, snap judgment. Yep. Yeah, he did. If, if he's if, if he's in harm or anybody else is in harm, way of this lady. So I honestly I think he he made the right call. Okay, you so you so you feel uh, and have you seen the video at all, Lester? No, sir. Okay, all right. No, I um, yeah, I think that you know, and, and Lester, thanks for your call. You know, I always appreciate uh, the points of view that, that you folks have, and Lester, thanks for time uh, for taking the time to call in. Uh, I I think the issue for us is to think through. Um, one, number one, looking at the video and then thinking about the fact, yeah, it's a split-second decision. Was the officer's life in danger? Um, and again, she's five foot, two 225 pounds and did not have any uh, weapons on her. Uh, and and it, listen, it is tough to Monday or Friday afternoon quarterback this. I'm not making light of it, and I'm, I'm not attacking Lieutenant Byrd either. Uh, and in a couple minutes, we're going to hear more from him about how he's kind of suffered from uh, the reactions over this. We'll hear his side of it, and uh, and then we'll also uh, get more of your comments as well. We'll also hear from Ashley Babbitt's husband as well and his perspectives. Ten million dollar suit lawsuit that uh, his family is filing against the Capitol Police. We'll have all of that coming up with your calls. 209-551-3483, area code 209-551-3483. All that coming up again. uh, What do you think? Good shooting or not? You think there should be ramifications? We'll talk about that next on the Mike Douglas Show. Power Talk 1360, KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
Bridgewater is a new fiction podcast starring Supernatural's Misha Collins, Teen Wolf's Melissa Ponzio, and Castle's Nathan Fillion. It's a place closer than you think and far stranger than you can imagine, where monsters roam freely, where the past doesn't stay buried, where you never know what's lurking around the corner. I think there's a lot that we don't know about. Monsters, wormholes, witchcraft. This is a strange place, this part of the country. Listen to Bridgewater on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Brush fire in Lodi, South 99 before Clarksdale Center Divide and a stack up from McCampo Road. Your South 99 right in Manteca tied up from 120 all the way to 2nd Street and North 5 through Lathrop. Delayed from 205 to Lathrop Road. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Looking to save money this year? Look at Allstate. You can get the protection you need at the low rate you want. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Income-eligible renters who have been impacted by COVID-19 can now get 100% of their rent and utilities paid by the state of California through the California COVID-19 Rent Relief Program. Assistance from the California COVID-19 Rent Relief Program does not count as earned income for renters and will not interfere with eligibility for any other state benefit assistance programs such as CalFresh or CalWorks. Landlords with tenants who have been unable to pay their rent because of COVID-19 are also eligible for 100% reimbursement and are encouraged to apply. The application is fast. Information will be kept private and you won't be asked about citizenship. To check eligibility and apply, visit housingiskey.com or call 833-430-2122. Income eligible renters and landlords who've been impacted by COVID-19 can now get 100% of their past due rent or utility bills paid through the California COVID-19 Rent Relief Program. Apply at housingiskey.com before eviction protections end on September 30th. Brought to you by the California Department of Housing and Community Development. There's more to Isaac Newton than apples and gravity. On the podcast Newton's Law, you'll hear a different side of the father of physics, who later became England's most ruthless lawman. So who was this ruthless detective? This hard-bitten crook catcher totally unmoved by the pleas of a desperate man? It was Isaac Newton. Yes, that Isaac Newton. Listen to Newton's Law on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. No one knows you like you. That's why iHeart is giving you your very own station, My Favorites Radio, where the only songs that play are the ones you've thumbed up, plus the biggest songs from the stations you listen to most. The more you hit thumbs up, the more personal My Favorites Radio gets. Trust us, the thumb spring will be worth it. You can even show off your amazing musical taste and share your station with friends. My Favorites Radio, only on iHeart. Number one for music radio and podcasts, all in one app. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Looking to save money this year? Look at Allstate. You can get the protection you need at the low rate you want. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Sunny skies today and at least 100 degrees all around. Clear overnight, but temperatures only dropping into the low 60s. And then sunny again tomorrow, another 100-degree day. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for being with us this Friday afternoon on the Mike Douglas Show. My privilege to serve as your personal concierge for conversation as we talk about the big topics of the day that affect you and me right here in California's Central Valley. Our uh, conversation has centered around the uh, shooting of Ashley Babbitt back on January 6th at the U.S. Capitol. Of course, she was uh, shot by a Capitol Police uh, lieutenant. Uh, injury in the neck, uh, as I recall, and then uh, she uh, later died in the hospital. And so what we're talking about is, does, does this decision, apparently where he's totally exonerated and uh, facing no disciplinary action, does that worry you at all? And again, I'll repeat, I was in law enforcement for 10 years, many, many, many years ago. I am pro-law enforcement to the nth degree, but I also 
am pro-doing things right and pro-justice as well. And I have worries about how this has, uh, this has gone down. By the way, just uh, a, quick, <laughs> a quick credit and thank you uh, this week. Our guest producer today is Brenda Lapomi. Uh, she is the uh, Director of Operations and the Office Manager as well for Advancing Vibrant Communities. And uh, Bre- Brenda is sitting in today as our guest producer. And uh, so thank you, Brenda. And also thanks again to Janetta Ferguson, also from Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, who filled in earlier in the week as a guest producer as well. Thank you both for a splendid job and for helping the Mike Douglas Show be what it is. All right, uh, again, we're talking about the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Apparently, the uh, lieutenant, Michael Byrd, has been totally exonerated. How do you feel about that? Do you uh, feel that's a good decision, not-so-good decision? How do you react to that? 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And to Oakdale we go, and to Kathleen. Kathleen, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Good to have you with us. Oh, thank you, Mike, uh, for having me on. Uh, see, I think it's a good decision to exonerate uh, the, the police uh, lieutenant, um, but I also uh, think that um, the firearm should never replace uh, communication. A firearm is not a communication device, and I think that is what is so troubling about this case is that um, the firearm did replace communicating with it. I think that's why... Uh, a woman got shot and killed, and uh, who need not have been shot nor killed. And um, so that's basically my crazy comment on it. <laughs> I think she put herself also, though, in the position of being the antagonist. And I would tell myself that uh, uh, it, uh, if I were in her shoes, I should expect the, out- the same outcome. Uh, is being shot and killed. That's the risk that you take in being an antagonist and um, is, you know, fatal bodily injury. You know, that's interesting, interesting thought. Let me uh, let me dig down a little deeper on that. When you say an antagonist um, in law enforcement, and again, I'm speaking from my training, you know, around the time of uh, Noah and the Ark. It was a long time ago, Kathleen, but... <laughs> My training back then, I, as I recall, was you never pulled your weapon unless there was a direct threat to your life or the life of someone else. Uh, so when you say antagonist, uh, are you thinking a, a, a life or death danger or just not obeying commands? No, I'm thinking uh, life or death a danger. That's that's really all I believe the officer okay. knew at that time uh, that he that he used his firearm. Okay, so you um, feel that, that uh, he felt his life was threatened uh, by Ashley Babbitt. I feel that, or the life of others was yeah. threatened. I okay. feel like he he used his firearm uh, for to protect the life of others. Okay. All right. All right, Kathleen, thanks for taking time to call in. Uh, appreciate your thoughts. Our number here, uh, area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And let's go down the road a piece from Oakdale to Modesto. Larry, Larry, welcome. Great to have you with us today. Hey, Mike, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. You know, I, I've listened to this, we've watched it and whatnot, and anybody that has been around law enforcement for any length of time understands that police officers are held to a much higher standard. When you discharge a firearm, you know, we all know you damn well better know what's going on. And the, the lies that are being told, if you just look inside of this thing, or six other people standing there, this officer put one round downrange. When in your career have you ever, ever been around a police shooting where there was only one round put down range? Good point. He put it down range, realized he made a mistake, and then went, oh, crap, put his gun away. It's, it's appalling that people will look at this, oh, well, you know, it is self-defense. That woman had, was not going to take on a 240-pound man. It just wasn't going to happen, you know? There was other things that could have been done. 
there's a lot of things that could have been said if you watch a videotape. There were six other people standing there. Most law enforcement officers, you're taught to shoot until the threat's gone. That means there should have been six other bodies laying there next to her, not just hers, if, that, if, if he was threatened. Yeah, Larry, you bring up a, a great point. I hadn't thought to bring that up, but uh, that, that is a very interesting dynamic that no other police officer apparently thought that there was that same risk to life, either to them personally or the lives of the people around them. And the fact that only one officer fired a shot and only one shot. Uh, good point, Larry. Good thinking. Yeah. Thank you, you know, for that. One more thing. One yeah. more thing. Um, in his interview, he said that he was saving lives and uh, keeping, you know, those people away from the senators, whatnot, which were already in lockdown. The Capitol Police would have already known that senators and congressmen were already locked down and, and, and off premises. Right. Um, you know, I just I just see this as if this happened anywhere else in no name America, copy on trial. If it would have been a white cop shooting a black woman, been on trial. Black cop shooting a white unarmed white woman, been on trial. It's just you're using a narrative to save somebody from facing the mistake they made. Yeah, Larry, I just feel like there are things at work that we don't know about, that there's a story behind the story. And uh, with what we've seen this week in terms of how this administration is conducting business, it worries me, Larry. Frankly, it worries me. Oh, hey, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm worried too. Yeah. Those of us who have been around, we all know that if, if an officer pulls his gun and pulls the trigger, you know, when you're in the academy, a hammer drill is beat into you Yep. Like picking up your spoon to eat your cereal. Two to the chest, one to the head. You never fire one round. If you fired one round and you made a mistake, and you know you made a mistake. Yes. It, it, that, that, exactly. That's all I've right. got on that, man. I mean, yeah. it, it just anywhere else in America, somebody be on trial. Yep. Larry, great points. And uh, I can tell that you're, uh, you're speaking uh from having uh, expert knowledge there, and I thank you for that. Larry, thanks for the call. Appreciate. Have a great weekend. Appreciate you, you calling today. All right. Uh, by the way, just very quickly, uh, here uh, are some comments that Lieutenant Byrd uh, made to Lester Holt about um, some of the things, some of the repercussions that he has had. Let's listen very quickly. They talked about, you know, killing me, uh, cutting off my head, um, you know, very vicious and cruel things. All right. So apparently he had received a lot of threats, and that's one of the reasons he went national. Uh, I'm not sure I understand that logic. It seems like that would expose you more uh, to threats, but that's okay. And just a very inter- very quickly, and we'll get right back to the phones uh, the uh, the widow of uh, Ashley Babbitt, Aaron Babbitt, her husband, uh, listened to that, and here's his response to it as uh, he was talking to Tucker Carlson uh, Wednesday night. Uh, let's see, yeah, there would have been last night, uh, Thursday night on Fox. Here's uh, here's Aaron Babbitt's response to what he heard from the lieutenant. And, and I don't even want to hear him talk about how he's getting death threats and he's scared. I've been getting death threats since January 7th, two, three, five, ten a day, you know, and all I did on January 6th was become a widower. So you're going to have to suck it up, bud, and take it. Wow. All right, our number here, 209-551-3483. Are you comfortable with this decision that the lieutenant is totally exonerated? Let's uh, go now to Lodi and Ed. Ed, welcome to this Friday version of the Mike Douglas Show. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing okay. I, I have to tell you, I don't know all the details, but I, but I kind of feel like they're sweeping this under the carpet a little bit. And one of your other callers kind of referred to this a little bit and said, 
you know, what if this were a different, you know, um, ethnicity here? And I, I kind of agree with that. I think if we had some particular minorities, there would have been a lot of outcry. And had this happened in any other situation, had this happened in Baltimore, had it happened in, in uh, you know, Atlanta or, you know, some other place, you know, we would probably have, hey, you can't just exonerate them because that's sort of been the way it's been in all the other situations that we've heard about. And so I'm kind of a little bit um, uh, thinking that, you know, okay, you're, this, this one case, you're just going to get rid of it. You, you kind of kept it to yourself, and now the person is exonerated. We really haven't until, like, really recently even had much information on it. And, um, and so I kind of have a little bit of an issue with that. I don't know that a person should get exonerated for this. I don't know that, that you know, there's sometimes there's, the, you know, what they call justifiable shootings, but there's different degrees of how these things are handled. And it sort of sounds like, well, we're just going to let this one go. And I'm not 100% happy with that. And at the same time, we're going to go ahead and sue the, the former president and other people for causing this problem. It seems like it, I, I'm watching this and feeling a little bit politics as usual. I'm mm. sorry to say that, but that's mm. kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, uh, Ed, I I feel like, and I, I don't know it, I feel it more than I know it, uh, and I don't know it at all, but I feel like there are things at work behind the scenes here uh, that aren't right, that the decision that was, and I, I'm not saying the guy needs to be charged with murder at all, I'm not saying that, what I'm saying is there seems like there ought to be some type of disciplinary action that is called for here other than the usual you know you're off for a couple of days on administrative leave uh, i'm not you know minimizing the effect upon him at all either it's it's tough you know for when when you pull the trigger well, and someone dies I, but i feel like there's something happening and, and, or something and, happened in the background we don't know about well i i wonder a little bit about he says you know i've been receiving death threats i'm thinking we didn't even know who it was yeah yeah, How is he receiving right. death threats if, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's not true, but I kind of, I'm sorry, I'm going to put just a question mark out there going, not totally convinced that you're telling us the, the whole truth here, or at least not, not in perspective. And I do think there should be some type of disciplinary thing. A person's life was taken, an unarmed person's life was taken, right or wrong, uh, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Ed, thanks so much. Appreciate you calling in. Have a great weekend, my friend. Uh, appreciate you uh, voicing your opinions here. Uh, just very quickly, uh, texted me earlier today, uh, one of our listeners, Bob, he is a former, uh, he's a retired FBI agent, and uh, he said he looked through the video and it doesn't appear that Ashley Babbitt had anything in her hands, he said, to pose a threat. And he also said the uh, officer appears to be far enough away so that he could have retreated or arrested her. Now, the question becomes, quote, would a reasonable person consider her an immediate threat to uh, bodily harm to himself or others? Uh, The Department of Justice says not enough evidence to charge him. Of course, there's a uh, $10 million, I think, uh, a lawsuit pending. So just uh, observation there from a retired FBI agent. I want to share a story with you, uh, maybe to lift us up a little bit and give us a, a positive lift to our step as we head into the weekend. A story about a wonderful lady who, uh, who just did some great work to help others despite her own disabilities uh, through advancing vibrant communities. We'll talk about that in just about three or four minutes right here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Northbound 99 in Lodi, slow from Highway 12 all the way to Woodbridge Road today. It's about a 15-minute delay. South 99 Lodi, we have a brush fire uh, right before Clarksdale and a tie-up from Acampo Road. That brush fire in the center divide with crews on scene. Stocked in a crash, North 5 before Highway 4, right lane. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Are you ready for fall, but your house isn't? Luckily, Lowe's has what you need and the prices you want to get your front yard, backyard, every yard ready to host this season. 
Gardening and grilling and leaf blowing starts at Lowe's. There's more to Isaac Newton than apples and gravity. On the podcast Newton's Law, you'll hear a different side of the father of physics, who later became England's most ruthless lawman. So who was this ruthless detective? This hard-bitten crook catcher totally unmoved by the pleas of a desperate man? It was Isaac Newton. Yes, that Isaac Newton. Listen to Newton's Law on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com radio, like where this ad plays. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I, um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Yes, radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Californians can return their recall ballots through September 14th. Just put your completed ballot in the postage paid envelope, sign the back, and return by mail, at a Dropbox, or in person. Learn more at vote.ca.gov. Looking to save money this year? Look at Allstate. You can get the protection you need at the low rate you want. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And happy to always serve as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. By the way, you are welcome to email me as well with your thoughts and your opinions. Always uh, like to hear from you, and those emails come directly to me. Uh, The email address is mikeon1360 at gmail.com mike on 1360 at gmail.com and of course the hotline here to the mike douglas show 209-551-3483 209-551-3483 i want to share a quick story uh with you when we try to make time to do this on on friday afternoons to to give you a a, a positive way to launch off into your weekend. Uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities, as you know, uh, one of my passions, uh, helped found that uh, uh, 19 years ago. We're in our 20th year now and uh, have the privilege of serving as its president and CEO as we connect volunteers with opportunities to serve. I want to tell you about a, a little lady uh, who came to Advancing Vibrant Communities, I, I can't even remember what year, it was years ago, and her name was Bonnie. And she was a, a little uh, hunched over, a, a, crippled a little bit, and, and moved kind of slow when she walked, and, and you would have looked at her thinking, wow, you know, maybe she's one of these people that you're serving. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's one of those people that was serving others. Uh, she had many physical challenges at times. She could hardly walk. Um, but uh, she had this flaming red, and I think it was uh, a Ford Mustang convertible. I mean, bright red sports car. And this thing, you could hear it a mile away, right? Uh, it sounded like a muscle car. And she, what she loved to do was to give people rides to their medical appointments. So she would see this this little lady getting out of her car, sometimes barely able to walk, and, and yet, man, there is this hot rod that's going to take them to their doctor appointment or to the pharmacist or, or whatever it might have been. Uh, one man uh, really became a very close friend of hers, and, and she didn't have a lot of close friends. 
uh, believe it or not, he was a former uh, drug addict, and he'd burned a lot of his bridges throughout the years. But he had one or two medical appointments that he had per week, and, uh, and he and Bonnie developed a wonderful relationship, and she faithfully drove him uh, until the time that he passed away of cancer, about, oh, uh, two or three years ago. Just, and, you know, this is a sign of her dedication. Uh, just just loved, loved, loved to help this guy in his recovery and get to his appointments. Uh, she also uh, drove another lady, by the way, who is still living. She'll be uh, or is 100 years old. And Bonnie drove her faithfully to her appointments as well for, oh, I don't know, 10 years or more. Now, uh, Bonnie went to be with the Lord uh, a couple of years ago now, and uh, I just, you know, it's, it's one of those testaments to how people very quietly, despite the, their own problems, despite the obstacles they have to face, despite the challenges that they have, every single day, 365 days a year, we see people rising up to serve others and to sacrifice a little bit of their time and, and their treasure sometimes and their talents to help others who need help. And that's what Advancing Vibrant Communities does 365 days a year. We uh, triage those needs. We legitimize them as best we can. We verify that uh, the people in need are not just trying to scam the system or scam volunteers. And uh, then anytime you look at our website, vibrantcommunities.org, vibrantcommunities.org, there can be up to 200, 300, sometimes as many as 400 needs up there. Very searchable, uh, very good search engine, uh, courtesy of meettheneed.org. And so I encourage you, if, uh, if you have the time, you'd like to serve the needs of someone. Maybe it's a single mom that needs a crib. Maybe it's helping our, our uh, construction team build a wheelchair ramp. Uh, maybe it's uh, our furniture friends that uh, pick up and deliver furniture and appliances to people in need. I encourage you to look at vibrantcommunities.org if you're at all inspired by Bonnie, who despite her disabilities, drove that hot red sports car and blessed so many people. Thanks for joining me today. Just always a joy to be with you. I'll see you Monday at 3 o'clock. Remember, Trevor Carey's up next at 4 o'clock here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.